Welcome to Spirit Stories edition of the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Danielle, and I am so excited to be bringing you the full story today of what happened with my mom and the beautiful signs that I was given from Spirit that honestly, I just can't even believe that they even gave to me. And you might hear some that you've already heard, and you might hear some new ones, or you just might hear it all put together. Since Mother's Day was last Sunday, I figured this would be a great way to honor my mom and maybe all the moms that passed, right, and really dedicate this episode to moms. So in case you don't know, on Fridays, I try to give you uplifting spiritual stories to help you get you through the weekend, to give a little more pep in your step. On Mondays, it's going to be a divine forecast where I give readings or pick a card, that kind of thing for the week. And then on Wednesdays, I usually have some kind of information to share, whether it's with a guest speaker or a topic that I truly love. So I hope that you have been enjoying this podcast. I've had a lot of fun sharing a lot of these things with you. And this one is very close to my heart. This episode really is because obviously it's my mom. And in case you don't know, my mom passed away. It's been a few years now. It's been 2019. I can't even believe it. If you ever lost anyone, it's like, it just seems like it was just yesterday or last month. It doesn't seem like years have passed. It still seems like it's been months. So I definitely want to give a trigger warning um, before I start because I have a tendency of going into some details and things like that. And I'm very animated when I speak. And so I just wanted to let you know that. So anytime you can pause, you can stop, you can come back later, that kind of thing, because it might invoke some emotions inside of you. All right. So as you guys probably have heard, you know what I mean? My mom was a crazy, crazy soul. You know what I mean? That's the way that I can describe her. And so she was definitely her own person. Very, very, very independent. Growing up, I just always thought to myself, my mom was really never meant to be a mother. She was meant to do other things. She had seven kids and you know, she was married, I think, at least seven times. You know, I think that her and uh, Elizabeth Taylor were right on up there with how many times that they were married. And that was a big joke um, in our family. And so she definitely dropped the ball, won't even lie, you know what I mean, on a lot of things growing up. And we grew up very, very rough. Now, I have healed a lot of my um, past trauma and that kind of thing. And I just knew like, man, if mom could have been there more and things like that, it would have been so much different. You know what I mean? If she was just a little bit different, maybe if she showed me she loved me, if she was a different kind of person. And as you'll learn as this story unfolds, you know what I mean? I'm really looking at my mom with new eyes now. And so I'm just going to give you a little bit of background before I go into some of the signs that I have gotten. And what that is, was my mom was really trying to change her life around and be a better mom. And I mean, she was an amazing grandma, especially to like, I would say my son, my sister would say she was a great grandma to her kids, but she was so amazing with my son. And I mean, you know, from the time maybe he was about seven years old and stuff like that, she was just always, you know what I mean, there to babysit, to help me out, you know, um, from that time forward. And I don't know. Anyways, she was doing a really good job. But the thing is, is that she was still um, 
bringing out some of the bad sides of me. You know what I mean? So I would get very impatient when I was around her because I would be like, why are you saying this? Why are you stuck this? Why are you into drama? Why are you that? You know? And so now I look back on it. I'm like, oh yeah, I just wasn't, you know, patient enough. You know what I mean? To be around, you know what I mean? People who thought so much differently than me and were really into, you know, the physical world. And what I mean by that is people who are very into social interactions. You know what I mean? They're not giving the bird's eye point of view of their life. So they might be a little bit more into gossip, into drama, into challenges amongst family members and things like that. And especially if you grow up with that kind of environment, you kind of get addicted because fighting and drama, it, um, releases this chemical inside of you and you get addicted and you get comfortable to that. So when you don't have that chemical through you, it seems really weird. It's uncomfortable. You're actually more comfortable in a hostile environment. You're more comfortable with the craziness and the drama. And I had become unaddicted, if not repelled, you know what I mean, to that kind of thing. So it was a little bit difficult for me to hang out with her. So on this particular day, my mom says to me, Hey, I need, I got you some things, you know, and my mom was always giving me things, especially in my adult life. Oh my God, all the time. And I'm like, mom, I don't need this. You know, she actually volunteered at a church every single Monday, giving away food and that kind of stuff. And she was there religiously and she would bring back home all this food and then she would want to give it to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, mom, there are like a zillion people in the world that could be using this food besides me, you know, especially because I eat a little bit more clean, you know? And so I'm like, believe me, if I can afford my own almond milk and my organic food and my vegan food and stuff like that, like, I don't need this mom. I'm like, you keep it or you give to someone else. Cause my mom was totally the person that would always be trying to give away anything nice that she had. And sometimes I think about like, did she not think that she was good enough to keep it, you know, or she thought that I was better than her and she just wanted me to have all the good stuff. Cause she felt like I deserved it. Looking back, I can see that she was thinking some of that, but she was like, yeah, Heather, I got you some of these shirts and stuff like that. And, you know, do you want to go buy and get it? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go buy tomorrow. But like many of us, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to do this because you could start to talking and then the traffic's really bad. And then, you know, it just creates a rigor moral, right? So anyways, the next day I completely totally forgot. And I was actually walking into Panera for one of my meetups. So in case you don't know, I have a meetup group called the Michigan Psychic and Mediumship Development Group. And I would host before the pandemic a Panera meetup. And we'd meet at Panera, like I think it was every other Thursday and we would talk. And I was walking into my meetup group. And that's when I got a text from my mom and it said, I guess you are a no show. And that like really stung my heart. Because I could hear and I could feel her pain and how hurt she was that I didn't show up. That never, ever, ever happened before. My mom never, ever, you know, she would never show it anyways. You know what I mean? She wasn't really good at showing her emotions. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I felt so horrible immediately. I almost just ditched my group. But for some reason, I was like, hey, mom, I'll come by tomorrow. And when I came by the next day, you know, she was there and so was my aunt Les and my aunt Juju. You remember aunt Juju? Aunt Juju was there and, you know, my mom handed me the bag of clothes. It was very sweet and nice. And aunt Judy and aunt Leslie were trying to tell me that my mom was sick and she needed to rest. You know what I mean? That she wasn't feeling good and she hadn't been feeling good for a few weeks. I didn't think anything of this, right? Because, um, 
you know, my mom and my family member always go to the doctors, you know, my all my family does. That's what they do. You know what I mean? And so you can never tell if they actually have a true illness or if it's just something, a fluke, or if it's nothing really, you know, because it's been exaggerated a lot. So I really think everything of it. And I grabbed my bag and I just left, you know what I mean? And I was actually kind of feeling relieved because I was like, wow, I didn't get stuck to talking and stuff like that. I hope I didn't seem rude. I was in and out, but I was definitely caring, giving my mom well wishes out the door, hoping that she feels better soon. Well, that Sunday I host coffee and cards. So in case you don't know that every Sunday, I still do this. The Panera meetup, I don't do every week. I actually don't do it anymore since the pandemic, but hopefully I'll start that back up soon. However, on Sundays, I do coffee and cards and it used to just be a weekly card reading, but now, you know, I forgot it was just one day spirit said, Hey, you know what? Put a name to it, grow a community with it. And that's what I've been trying to do. And I love it. So nine o'clock on Sundays on my Facebook page, you'll see coffee and cards. You can come on and share coffee with me. Well, anyways, on this very particular, um, coffee and cards, and I will put that in the rise into your power group, um, on Facebook, if you want to tune into that, but this card reading was like insane. Like I had no idea that this card reading was going to tell me what was going on in my life. And so what ended up happening was during that card reading, it brought up, you know, changes, ends of an era, you know what I mean? Changes, like really major changes. And I did not put two and two together that it was end of an era of having my mom around and in my life. And then it said, if you have any kind of opportunity to go hang out with family, you know what I mean? Even an impromptu get together, you know, this weekend, definitely take advantage of it. It's going to be really, really good for you. And I basically say those exact same, those exact words. And to a T, it happened. And so what ended up happening was... I um, was driving one day and you might've heard the story, but I was driving home from work and I was seeing my favorite numbers, you know, on license plates, but they were all scrambled up. I'm like, this is so crazy. You know what I mean? It's all, you know, just, you know, some of times it was like, um, five, six, eight, three is a number. So it's like five, six, eight, three, you know, eight, six, three, one, you know, eight, six, three, eight, five, you know, they were all jibber jabbered all around. And I'm just like, wow. So finally I stopped at a red light and I was like, angels, what is going on? I was like, why are you bringing up these numbers to me? And you know, I was like, what do I need to do with this? And they're like, play the lottery. That's what I got. And so it just kind of came to me as like a knowing and something fun. And I'm like, are you freaking serious? So a psychic's going to play the lottery? Like, could you get any more stereotypical? And then they were like, no, play the lottery, play the lottery. And I'm like, fine, whatever. I was like, I feel like I'm talking, you know, maybe to myself at the time, you know, even though I knew it was the angels I was talking to, but I was like, fine, then this is going to prove my, my bond with you. This is going to prove my connection that if I play the lottery numbers and I actually win, then this means that I'm not making any of this stuff up, that it is you truly talking to me, that I am as, you know what I mean, spiritual, as spiritually connected as I think I am. So I went ahead, spent 20 bucks, right? Because I played the numbers wheeled and wheeled, you know, so any number would come up, you know, because they were all jibber jabbered right around. And I waited on pins and needles. I think it was until that night and the numbers came in and I lost. And I remember just crying. I remember crying and I was like, wow, you know what I mean? I really, really thought that you, that I was talking to you. I thought that we had this great connection and I felt that you let me down. And that's when they were like, hey, look at the numbers that did come up. And I'm like, okay. And I looked them up and it was 1959. And 1959, it was the straight forward for Michigan. And I was like, okay, I don't know who's 
whose birthday that is. They're like, it's relating to someone that you need to spend more time with. And I'm like, really, you know, like really. And so I go ahead and, you know, I reach out to my mom first and I was like, yo, mom, I was like, what year were you born? And she was like, 1959. Why? And I'm like, oh my God, the angels wanted me to reach out to you and they want me to spend more time with you and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I made some comments like how thank God it wasn't my dad. Cause I really thought it was her or my dad. I was like, I'd rather much spend much more time with you. I was just kidding. So if my dad's listening, hi dad. Um, and so then I went ahead and started talking to her and she was like, yeah, well, you know, I actually just broke a rib and I'm like, Oh my God, how did you break a rib? And she was like, Oh, I don't, you know, I'll tell you later. And I'm like, okay, no problem. Well, memory, you know what I mean? It might be a couple of days later, whatnot. And then she finds out that she actually has cancer. There's a mass behind her heart. And we were like, wow. You know, at first we were like, wow, I would, you know, like, wow. And, mm, you know, you still can get through this, you know, but then what ended up happening was we got the report and we had some people who were in the medical field, um, translate their report and it did not look good. It did not look good. It looked like it was metastasizing. It, oh man, it didn't. And so I actually finally went over and seen my mom for the first time. And that's when I knew. I was like, she was not looking good. I had this feeling and I just knew it. And so that was when she actually sat down and she looked at me and she was like, does my mom have anything to say about this? And my mom, my mom was never really into this kind of work. So it was kind of crazy for her to bring that up. Um, but I tuned into my grandmother and I gave her some messages and it was really crazy. And so then I was like, okay, my mom's more open now. Maybe I'll do some pranic healing on her. In case you don't know what pranic healing is, it's kind of like Reiki. It is a healing modality. But the difference with pranic healing is that like you're cleansing the energy, you're moving it, and you're like cleansing the aura, you're cleansing the chakras. And as soon as I started doing it, my mom was not feeling good. She was getting dizzy and she was getting nauseous. And all she was doing was just sitting there. Um, and I was sitting um, across the room from her. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I have to stop. So I tried to do Reiki. But she was not even um, doing well for the Reiki. Now, just a little side note. Um, during one of my mom's doctor's appointments, uh, about a week or so later, I knew that she was in a lot of pain. So what I did was I put my hand up towards her back and I was just giving her a little bit of Reiki. She couldn't feel my um, my hand on her back. I wasn't touching her. And I don't think she was even in a sound mind to even know what I was doing. I think that she was just so focused on, you know, what she was going through to pay attention to what I was doing. And when I did that and I was giving her Reiki, it was really crazy because her shoulder jumped like really, really quick and like almost like she felt pain. And it was impossible. I was like, okay, wow, that was weird. And I looked at my brother who was in the room with me and I was like, that's really weird that she just responded to me um, with Reiki that way. I might have waited to tell him this, but that's what I was thinking about. And then I went ahead and I was like, okay, that's just a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the Reiki really can't hurt her or anything like that. They can only do good. And Reiki's really gentle. Reiki does not, you know, um, require, you know, energy to be moved. It almost like just kind of um, raises the vibration of the energy, I believe, is the best way to, to kind of describe it. And so I put my hand back there and I didn't say anything to her or anyone else. And just a couple minutes, maybe two minutes max, she jerked again like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to stop. Because some people who are going through these kind of issues too, they can't handle all of that energy, right? Even a little bit of energy. It just kind of seemed like what happened was... Um, the static, the crazy, the bad energy, if you will, was just too overflowing in her body now. And, you know, she couldn't take any more. 
So anyways, so we go ahead and, you know, we're working with my mom, you know, all that stuff. And me and my brother are standing outside of her place. And we are talking about how this is affecting us. You know what I mean? Is she going to make it? Is she going to survive it? That kind of thing. And it's me, my brother and um, his wife. And it was really nuts because I've been asking for spirit for signs, you know, the whole time. And now a butterfly starts flying around us. I immediately see that it is a black butterfly all black. No freaking way, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not good. This is not good. I don't remember what else was going through my head. And then the butterfly comes closer and closer and closer to me until it lands on me. It's literally landed on my stomach. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, this cannot be good. You know, for a lot of you out there who believe in the symbolism, who understands that, you know what I mean? You can put a butterfly, it's always going to be something positive, but you make it black and that's already not good. And now you're going to land on me. That means that is a crazy, crazy sign from spirit, right? This is truly trying to get your attention. I, I can't even believe this happened. The butterfly then got off of me after a few minutes. Like, it was just chilling there, right? And it flies up and then it circles my brother. What well, kind of circles? It's trying it seems like it's trying to land on him, trying to figure out a way to land on him and kind of is going back and forth and can't really find a good spot. How I pictured at the time was my brother's energy was like, don't mess with me. You know what I mean? And so the butterfly was like, whoa, I don't know if I should do this, you know? And then the butterfly just kind of floated away. Didn't even go near my sister-in-law and I believe that's because it was one of our past loved ones reaching out to us, you know, me and him specifically, to let us know, like, hey, we're here, but this is not going to have a good ending. Whew, so, so, so crazy, right? So now we end up having a get together with the family that very weekend. You know, my mom's not feeling good and things like that, but we're like, hey, we need to get the family together. And some of us kind of felt like it was going to be the last time, but we weren't really sure. So we all met at my mom's house and we had, you know, a really good time like catching up. And I even drove a couple hours away to grab my little sister who had been deranged from my mom, extreme, yeah, deranged, yeah, whatever, from my mom for about 10 years. And so I had told her, hey, I don't really think this is, um, going to turn out good. And I don't want you to have any regrets. So I think you should come and come with us, you know, as we celebrate. So I got to surprise my mom with, um, her youngest daughter reuniting with her youngest daughter. And not only just that, but her last grandbaby, my little sister had a baby and was only a few months old, um, when this happened. And so my grand, my mom got to see her last grandchild, um, before she left. So it's still been the last grandchild. It's been two years. No other grandchildren have been born. Who knows what will happen in the future, but it was very touching. And it just resonated so much with the card reading that I told you about that I pulled for coffee and cards because it said, hey, you know, family reunion, family get together this weekend, definitely do it. And it was right on the money. It was so bang on. And it's incredible. So I'll definitely put that video in the Rise and Power group if you want to see it. And then it's just wow, right? So now, 
Anyways, my mom is like in and out of the hospital. Remember, by the time she got diagnosed, the time she passed, it was only three weeks, you know, so it wasn't that much time, but she was in and out of the hospital once or, you know, maybe she left the hospital once or twice. And in this time, I'm having to still, you know, go home, take care of my kid, you know, my husband and that kind of thing. And I would spend the nights at the hospital with her. And then, of course, during the day, sometimes too, with family. And so I remember I left the hospital one time and I was like, hey, I really just need to know, Grandma, 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 mom, you know what I mean? Well, now I say mom because she's passed, you know, but I'm like, hey, let me know. Is mom going to get through this? And it was so crazy because the car in front of me had a license plate number and the only numbers on the license plate were literally 83. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me because... That is the year my the year I was born. That's my year my grandmother passed. And so that's my number for her. And I was like, okay, Grams, love you to death, right? I love that you are showing me you're with mom. That's great. That's fine and dandy. But I truly need to know right now if mom is going to pass away or if she is going to actually live to see her 60th birthday. And that's when I realized I was going the wrong way on the freeway. So I had to get off on the exit and go back around and turn going south. And I stopped at a red light and right there turning in front of me was a hearse. Couldn't even believe it. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I kind of knew that was the answer. But, you know, like so many of us, it's like I didn't want to know. I didn't want to take that. Because the really strange thing is, is that when I got to the hospital room with my mom that same day, you know, my mom was really annoyed and I was like, what's going on? And she was like, my roommate, my roommate won't stop saying happy birthday to me, happy birthday to me. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, could this actually be a sign that she's going to live to see her 60th birthday? So I literally told my mom that. I was like, hey mom, you're going to get through this, right? Because I told spirit, you know what I mean? To show me a sign if you're going to make it to your 60th birthday coming up. And guess what? they said, you know, look at this. They're, they're having your roommate say happy birthday to you because you're going to make it. I really wanted to give her all that hope and I didn't want to tell her what I just seen or anyone else in the family. I kept it to myself for like, you know, right before she passed, like maybe the day before she passed. I didn't tell anyone up until that point, but I felt like this was possible hope. However, if you do know me and if you ask for yes or no, um, signs, you always have to go with the first one you get. Okay. And that's the first one I got. And I was like, oh man, this sucks. Right. So anyways, I even brought my mom crystals with her. And it was funny because I'm not a crystal guru. I really don't know a lot about crystals at all. People think because you're psychic, you know everything about everything, but I don't. And I just kind of learned that I had abilities and I kind of ran away with it. And I didn't really spend a whole bunch of time on crystals. I've taken classes and stuff like that, but with information, you use it or lose it, right? And so I was like, oh, wow. I was like laying there with mom one night and I had these crystals and I was like, oh, these are crystals that I felt guided to bring up here with, you know, with you. I was like, so to you. So I was like, I don't know what they mean. So let's look them up. And so I was right there next to my mom laying there and I was, you know, looking up all these crystals and every single one of them, I can't remember, but every single one of them I brought resonated. It was to help people who are overcoming illnesses, overcoming people that had heart issues, you know what I mean? All of these things. And I remember my mom being like, wow, that is freaking pretty cool. And I love that those were more signs, you know what I mean? That spirit was with her, letting her know that she was okay. Well, what ended up happening was one of the times when she got out of the hospital, she came back in and she went into the cardiovascular unit. And this was night and day from the cancer ward, right? And 
I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a horrible place. Why in the world is my mom here? Like the staff was not intent attentive at all, right? It was like my mom was in this room and it had like cabinets that were falling off the door. You know what I mean? It was just like no one cared. It was just horrible. And like my mom needs more care than this. And I literally could not figure it out. I was like, spirit, you have to show me why my mom is here. I know that there's a reason why she's here. I know there's some kind of message. We have to meet someone. I know that everything happens for a reason. And I really want to know this freaking reason around it. Why? And seriously, I must have mentioned that to my family, specifically Aunt Judy. And Aunt Juju was like, <clears throat> you know, she just texted me one day and she's like, oh my God, Heather. She was like, do you know the name of this ward? And I was like, no, what is it? She was, And she sent me a picture and it said, Ellen Ernst, right? I was like, no way. Cause my mom's name is Ellen and her father who's passed away. His name is Ernst, right? Ernest. But this was like Ernest without the second E. I was like, oh my God, this is why it's because her dad, you know, my mom's dad, his name is Ernest. He wanted to let her know that she's with them because the same names, right? So I run to my mom and I tell her, I was like, oh my God, your dad is with you. You know what I mean? He is with you. I was like, I knew there was a reason why you were here. And I explained to her everything. I mean, like she was grinning ear from ear. She loved it. Secretly, I wonder, you know what I mean? If she was also afraid, kind of like I was, that he was like, hey, I'm here with you and I'm going to take you home. Oh man, that was so hard, right? But it seemed like just as soon as we realized that was the name and you know, that was the reason why she must be here. It was like she was moved the next day to the cancer part. So I was super duper happy about that. And so, you know, my family was like, oh, wait, she's not going to go because, you know, you're, you're, you don't go unless you start talking to your past loved ones and stuff like that. And Ellen hasn't said anything like that. Well, what people don't know was that she was talking in her sleep. And I'll have to look at my journals and stuff like that if I wrote it down specifically, but it sounded like she was truly talking to angels as she slept and she was asking questions like, oh, really? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like they were informing her of stuff and she was like, oh, all right, all right. She had no recollection of this or she didn't admit that she did when she woke up. So I think that was really, really amazing. So already, you know what I mean? There's so many signs from spirit. You know, have you noticed them? You know what I mean? The card reading during coffee and cards being right. You know what I mean? Me having a gut instinct when I got that text. You know what I mean? Why I didn't show up to her house that, you know, something must have been a little bit off. You have the black butterfly. You know what I mean? You have, you know, the happy birthday sign, right? Even though that ended up not being it, but it was still a spirit saying, hey, we know that you're talking about this. We know that you're around, you know? Um, and then the her showing me like, hey, this is probably, you know, not going to work out for her. The crystals, you know, too, that I brought, you know, definitely, I know it shows my intuition, but it also shows that there's something bigger than me. There's something bigger than all of us. And also talking about, you know, the Ellen Ernst, you know what I mean? Um, wing, like you can look this all up. I have pictures of all of this stuff. This stuff is all completely true, non-fabricated. And so I wanted to say one more last thing too, was the night that she passed. And I remember saying to her after I left, like after I left when I'm not in her physical presence and I said, mom, if you want to go and be alone, if you want to be alone when you pass, you are going to have to go tonight because it's the last night that I'm leaving you alone, right? In the hospital. She had actually asked for all people to leave her alone and not come into the hospital room. So it kind of makes sense to me that I would do it that way. And sure enough, she passed um, around one o'clock that in the morning that day. But now 
I know it's kind of sad, right? But the thing is, is that, oh my God, the freaking signs. Oh my gosh. We just have to believe and trust they are there because here's some cool ones that she sent me after she passed away. Okay. And one thing is, is that like, you know, anytime I was in a store, I would look over and the brand name would be Ellie, which is my mom's nickname. It's so crazy. So she's loved shopping and she still loves shopping. And that's one thing that I always am noticing, right? Or what will happen is that I will be at like a store going through a rack and all of a sudden in the middle of this, in the middle of this rack, there is a shirt that is perfect for me that I know that my mom would pick out that has nothing to do with the styles that are around it that was totally placed there by, quote, accident. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my gosh, mom, I know that you are loving this. You know what I mean? You are totally loving this with me. You are wanting me to like get this shirt. You know, like mom, bring me some more things that are on sale and clearance because she's definitely a bargain shopper. Also, the smell of smoke is one really, really big one um, that she shows me when she's around because um, she was a big smoker. Absolutely love that. And then my neighbors had gotten a new dog. Like, you know, I think it was like even months before my mom passed. And it was really funny because I was leaving one day and you know, the dog was there and usually I would just make an excuse and leave. But for some reason I was like, you know what? I was like, let me say hi to this dog. You know, it's a new dog. I've been rude enough. And I finally, you know, just kneel down and I start petting the dog and I'm like, Oh, what's your dog's name? And they're like, Oh, Ellie. Oh, that's my mom's name. Right? So it's really, really amazing, some of the ones. And then, of course, a license plate with her favorite numbers and then also her birthday on the number on the license plate. So that's a good one. So now here is just one thing that I really want you to try if you are missing a past loved one. And that is going to be going to one of their favorite places. So my mom loved Starbucks. So oftentimes when I am missing her, I want to feel close to her. I will go to Starbucks and have myself a coffee. And I think this could even be better than going to, you know, the cemetery to visit them. Because face it, even if you were passed away, do you want to spend all of your time in the cemetery? No, you're going to be spending with family and friends in places that you loved. Okay, so maybe they love going to concerts. Maybe you need, you'll feel them more if you go to a concert or go to their favorite store. Maybe they freaking love Walmart. You know what I mean? My mom loved thrift stores. Maybe I'll try that, right? So go to different places that they loved and they enjoyed. And then it's going to bring back maybe some memories, but then it's also going to help you feel good because it's going to help you. It's going to help remind you of that Dr. Seuss quote, which is, you know, don't be sad that it's over smile that it happened. And now I am so incredibly grateful and happy that I had her as a mom because her marrying seven times proved to me that, you know, never ever give up love on love because she never gave up on love. And then never ever underestimate the power of how people can change because she changed. You know what I mean? She wasn't perfect, but man, she sure did, you know, try to live, you know what I mean? And try to make things up to people. You know what I mean? Now I can see it from a different point of view because she slacked as a mom. It required me to grow stronger, to grow better, to really, really be more resilient and to look at different parts of myself. Because she was like that, I grew up into the person that I am meant to be. I'm so convinced that if she wasn't the way that she was, I'd grown up spoiled and then spoiled maybe brat and that kind of thing. So now I'm so incredibly grateful that I had her because she truly is the greatest teacher I've ever had in my entire life. 
She's touched taught me so, so much by being her crazy, imperfect self. So definitely reflect on those that are here and past and see like, man, you know what? They are a hardball. They trigger me. They are not like the best person to be around, but man, they're teaching me patience. They're teaching me about love. They're teaching me to love myself. They're teaching me independence. They're teaching me to be resilient. They're teaching me to rely on myself and to listen to myself. So Think about that and then definitely try visiting a place that they loved. Now, I hope that you loved hearing about the story with my mom and I would love to hear any stories that you have. So definitely send any stories that you have about signs from your past loved ones to heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com or go ahead and look at the show notes for the link to send. All right. I hope you have a great weekend and I will see you on Monday. <music>